How you doing, everybody, and welcome to another beautiful Behind the Wheel podcast. I'm Luis from Koenig, and this is my esteemed buddy and friend and pal. Rich from Koenig Wheels. How's everyone doing today? Happy Wheel Wednesday. Yeah, it is Wheel Wednesday. It is. Are you guys excited for another podcast where we talk about cars and everything in between and my life? <laughs> I'm nah. excited. Excited? Yeah, man. Well, so I'm excited for 2023 because... One of the things that we wanted to talk about in this podcast is what is happening when it comes to the uh, automotive market and some of these cars that are coming out. And as we've mentioned on this podcast before, I'm a big proponent of not going all the way electric, but doing these hybrid cars. And I think that's the right way to go. Just because why try to reinvent the wheel right away? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think doing using the hybrid technology that already exists is very exciting to me. So that's the reason why we're having this podcast and we're going to be talking about some really cool cars. And uh, as of yesterday, there was actually a really cool commercial that was delivered. But before we do that, I just want to make sure that you guys like and subscribe this video because if you're here might as well do that uh and as and you might as well subscribe because we do these podcasts every wednesday and if you just want to join in on the fun like you're already doing right now might as well get notified about it and you know and all that cool stuff right yeah right all right, right. so let's get into it so if you guys didn't know uh chevrolet or chevrolet 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 chevy chevrolet but we're chevy to the levy oh Okay, Chevrolet dropped um, their first reveal of the 2024 Sting. Oh no, not Stingray. Uh, uh, Corvette E-Ray. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited about this car, and just like I said before, the reason why I'm excited is because it is a hybrid, and it's one of the first cars that, like I said to 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 Rich when we were talking about it earlier, I think. That when it comes to the hybrid market, it just needed a facelift. And I feel like this car is the one to do it. If you don't know, this is the 2024 uh, Chevrolet Corvette E-Ray. Basically, it's a hybrid car, meaning that uh, it has an engine, uh, a combustion engine, as well as an electric motor right in front. And it's the first all-wheel drive car that's going to have the uh, for Chevy, for the, the Corvette. Um, and I'm excited about it. What do you think so far, uh, Rich, about the car? Well, I think it's really cool. I mean, you know, there's going to be a lot of hype behind this, and I, I think people are going to get pretty excited over it. But, um, you know, not to be confused with a lot of the other cars that have done hybrid kind of supercar-esque car, you know, motors before, this is a independent electric motor that does the front wheels. That's right. Which is like, I guess that's really cool. Yes. Um, and, you know, as, as you kind of mentioned, it's going to be all-wheel drive, rear-wheel drive, mm -hmm. and front wheel drive because the electric motor powers the front wheels so i guess you have the option to do any of the three which is insane which also makes it the first uh, uh corvette with a front wheel drive option ever to exist that's right yeah so, so basically what we know so far it goes from 60 to zero to 60 in about 2.5 seconds which is really exciting mm -hmm. uh it has an all-wheel drive 6.2 liter v8 engine uh and the difference with so one thing that I was surprised about when they revealed this, 
And what I know so far is that it does not have the Z06 engine. It actually has the Stingray engine in it, the powertrain in it. So it's a whole different vibe to it. And But the cool thing is, is when it comes to the power of this car, it's almost essentially identical to the Z06. So the Z06 is about is going to have about 60, 670 horsepower uh, combined. Uh, this car is actually going to come with 655 horsepower combined uh, with about 590 595 pound to feet of torque. Uh, this car is it's exciting. This, this is what I'm talking about, though. This is the reason. Miles, Ten seconds, man. That's what I'm, and that's what I'm trying that's to say. Crazy. Like the, the exciting part about it is the simple fact that it is a hybrid, and all like all that hoopla of like not being able to build something powerful. Uh, this is gonna basically shut everyone up. I think this is the car to do it. It's gonna introduce a market to the people that those car people that wanted something strong, something powerful that looks good. It basically has the wide body of the Z06, so it didn't change anything. It's a wide body of the Z06. So it's like, the car is a good looking car. It it, it checks all the boxes when it comes to uh, a car enthusiast. And I think this is the one that's gonna introduce that hybrid market and make people be excited about it. You know, because once we're going, we're going into this whole uh, EV hybrid world, I think this is the car that most people are gonna be like, yeah, that, that introduced it the right way. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm excited about it. Um, and yeah, man, this car is just good looking. And there's a lot of people, we, we, we don't know so much so far. I know as far as like the exhaust tips, it's actually the the Stingray's exhaust tips. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's, it's a good looking car, man. I'm excited for it. Uh, and yeah. Well, when you opened up this podcast, you kind of said, uh, you know, we, we kind of skip over the hybrid stuff and go over into EV and we should utilize the hybrid technology that we have already. Yeah. But I mean, I would say this is a really good example on how they're progressing the hybrid Absolutely. technology, not just using what we already have, but this mm -hmm. is like serious progressive steps forward. Um, I don't think there's another car that has, uh, you know, more than one motor that, that works per, you know, uh, uh, front wheel drive and rear wheel drive independently like that. Yep. Yep. Um, at least not to my knowledge, because I know the NSX has four motors, uh, three electric and one, uh, combustion, mm -hmm. but I'm pretty sure they all work together for all four wheels. I don't think it's independent like that's the, right, like the that's Corvette. Right. So yep. like, this is really interesting because like they say that you can drive this car solely on the electric engine, right. which is like, you know, a sub 200 horsepower electric engine. That's so bizarre. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. Like it's, you have the option. This car has, it's weirdly, one of the those weird cars that has all these options. It has all wheel drive, you have real wheel drive, and you have front wheel drive. Mm -hmm. So basically from what we know so far is uh, th this has like a stealth mode. So basically it's front wheel drive up to 45 miles an hour in the beginning. And then that's when the engine starts to kick in. And then, you know, th that's when it go goes all wheel drive and here you have that option uh, or real wheel drive, you know? Yeah. Well, I guess if you don't want to use the electric motor at all, right. I guess it's going to be rear wheel drive only. Um, I mean, it's really cool. I mean, they literally have clips of it driving in the snow, kind of flexing on the whole all wheel drive thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that's a, a new option for a lot of people who drive Corvettes is like being able to drive it all year round, all year round. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Which I don't think most people were, are going to do that. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm pretty sure. I mean, this the MSRP on this thing, it's starting at one hundred and four thousand oh, dollars. I didn't see that there was an MSRP. Yeah, there's an MSRP so of one hundred and four, one hundred and four, two hundred, one hundred and four thousand two hundred ninety five U.S. dollars wow. for this car. It's an expensive car, wow. you know what I'm saying? But I mean, you, I mean, you're getting 
the bang for the buck, as it would say. You know, oh, I mean, it's well, a good-looking car, and it's an exciting car. It's like an exciting age for cars. You know what I mean? Like we were just talking about in the last podcast that you know we're excited about a lot of these last hoorah internal combustion engines, but then you see something like this, and I'm like, what? Well, well, this is what we were talking about. It's pretty cool. The innovation of what we can do when we put time and effort into these things, and we have engineers in this world that literally are building flying cars. So to say that this car is not something that's a marvel, for me, I'm, I'm extremely excited to see this car on the road, and also the doors that it's gonna open for the car enthusiasts around the world. Because I'm, I'm telling you, once this car comes out, People are gonna try, gonna try to tear it apart and see how they did this, and then they're gonna put it forward towards other cars and other platforms, or modify it, or modify it, you know, yeah. or see what they can do. I mean, if this is coming out the door with 655 horsepower, imagine, mod, you know, what a how these people, these well, engineers, are gonna modify this here, thing. Here, now I, I'm gonna pose two questions. Here uh -huh. is gonna be that if this is hugely successful, how does Chevrolet then incorporate this into maybe future models? Because yep. it does it extend after just the Corvette. Yeah. And then here's a weird question. If you can do independent uh, motors per, um, you know, for, for the uh, drive drivetrain, and if could you have an aftermarket system that you could implement to, say, your car to, to, to then power, say, your rear wheels on your Fiesta? Yes. Is stuff like that on the horizon for us? Yes, and that was one of the things they were talking about. They were, like, really, in, well, because I, I was watching a couple, like, videos on this. I actually watched... Uh, What's the what's the the guys that you were telling me about, Max? I actually watched that video. Uh, straight pipes. Mm -hmm. They did. A, they were actually one of the first that they didn't get to drive it. Mm -hmm. they, they got to do a car uh, ride along. Yeah. But one of the things that they the questions that they they brought up was, uh, like being able to do like donuts with the front wheel with the front wheel drive wheels and then the back. The, the real wheel and trying to see what you know having them drive in reverse and stuff right. like that that's kind of like cool stuff bro yeah. that they were able to be powered individually in that way and this is just a whole new thing you know what i'm saying it's kind of cool to check it out i can't wait to see the who drives it first and them kind of push it to that limit yeah you, you yeah. would think there has to be a company out there that's working on selling an aftermarket electric motor for people to put in their regular solely that's combustion right. engine cars like yeah, I mean, that, that, would that be revolutionary? Would it be stupid? Is it unnecessary? I'm not really too sure, but sounds like a really cool idea. But but and that's the that's what we do, car people. We just yeah. innovate. We try. We fix. We replace, and then we find something that works. So that yep. that's why this is exciting. And the cool thing is, is when it comes to the weight of this car, uh, it's not it's not that much more weight. It's only about 300 pounds more than the Z06. You know, and that's including like it has new batteries, which is it has how a much? new engine, which is uh, I, well. So I think I'm the weight of the complete car. I can't remember, but I know that the the E Ray is about 360 pounds more. Mm. So I got to I didn't write down how much more how like the weight comparison and whatnot. But the fact that it has like batteries, yep. which is in the center console, it has a whole new engine. Mm -hmm. You know. Uh, it, it has an all-wheel drive system. It has an all-wheel drive system, and right. it, it only adds up to three hundred more pounds. I mean, dude, you know this is this is this is innovation at its best. You know, so I'm like, like I like it I also has say, a V8 in it, oh, and it has a V8. It's yep. kind of crazy. Yeah, but, um, man. I mean, I also you know that you know Corvette has like, I guess like the one of the most cult followings of any car. I, I mean, the only the only two cars I think that have insane cult followings are li literally just Corvettes and Miatas. Yeah, like. They have diehards to the end, and like, are the Corvette people going to be happy with this? Are they excited for it? I mean, 
there's been a lot of stuff with the Corvette in recent years that I feel like have kind of strayed away from what traditional Corvette people have liked. Yeah. So I I don't know. I mean, it seems like they're they're still doing a good job of getting people to want their car though. Yeah, and like yeah, but again, like I said, I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see what comes out of this. I'm excited to see how car enthusiasts. Uh, you know, kind of just just work around with this car and see it on the track and see it, you know, finally hit that track as well because that's one of the things that I definitely want to see. I only saw on, on that uh, straight pipes, I saw them kind of doing like donuts and stuff like that. The car looks insane, bro. But the one thing that it does have that I found it very interesting is is actually the audio of the engine is it's actually like they put it into the car. It's yeah, not pumped actual, in audio. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's pumped in. That's what I was yeah. the word I was looking. Pumped in audio. I mean, that's common on a lot of cars nowadays, though. It's weird, but yeah. at the same time, you know, I get it. It's it's you know most a lot of cars have that today. Honestly, would you prefer it to be just silent or would you? My Hyundai had pumped in audio, and it's it's nice. Like you know, it, it's fake. It feels real. It's oh. fake, yeah, but it, it makes me happy. You kind of get a little smile on your that's face. A, yeah. On the, on the Hyundai, I can, you can actually kind of almost adjust it too. So I was able to like have more or less if I liked it, or if I was like if I had like my grandmother in the car, I turn it off. And, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. But it's it's fun. Um, I don't mind it at all. I think it sounds good. And yeah. it, it gives a pretty good, true reflection of what the engine sounds like. I think so, so too. Yeah. You know, what, what's wrong with that? Yeah. You know? Yeah, you know. If you're, if you're in a dead quiet car all day long, then, you know, you're going to get that itch for, like, I need an exhaust. Yeah. You know? You want something a little louder, but, the, the, you know, it satisfies it without the need for, I guess, direct modification. Whatever makes you happy, man. <laughs> for me specifically, I think it's weird. You know? It's the same thing, like, when when we were having the pandemic and they put, like, in stadiums they were putting audiences like, yeah. remember that yeah the fake audiences the fake right? audiences like they did that because you know it would bears. excite people yeah. And stuff. yeah but I think it's weird but at the same time I also understand but you know it's a performance thing I guess it's a thing that makes people excited so that's the reason why they implement it but it's weird but again I'm excited for the E-Ray uh, I think the logo is fire as well as a graphic designer and a, uh, uh, I think that they did a great job with just the way that this is being promoted. You think the name is good? I think so, man. E-Ray? I think it's... A, and obviously, it, the reason why they did it is because it's it's kind of like the, uh, the baby of a Z06 and a Stingray. You yeah. know, like... And it's an electric car. Right. You know, the, and they used that blue specifically because they wanted to deliver the fact that it's the, their their electric... Ver, you know, their doorway into the electric market. When I First thing I thought when I heard E-Ray was like a new generation or like a new... Uh, up-to-date version of blu-ray yeah <laughs> that's what i thought the first time i heard it i was like, it kind of just reminds me of dvds or something yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but um no yeah overall i think it's uh i don't know i guess we'll just have to see the price points kind of high yeah but yeah man um what, what else is going on in the car market right now well so and th this was kind of just a doorway also for things that we're excited for in 2024 uh, I don't know if you guys saw out there, they actually did a reveal of the 2024 GTR. And needless for me to say, because these guys already know that I am not that excited for this car. I was really had high hopes. I always do, though. You know, when it comes to that mm -hmm. GTR line, I have really high hopes. But basically what this new GTR is, is the R30, uh, the R35 uh, with um, with like a, a suit over it. Basically. <laughs> Like, it's, you know it, what I mean? You know, the facelift. It's, it's the same car, facelift. Yeah, facelift, some newer technology. I think the interior and the seats and stuff look really good, but, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's the same engine. It's the same engine, bro. Um, it's yeah, the same I engine. Mean, 
and it looks the freaking same. It looks exactly know. the same. It looks exactly know. the same. It has the same with some, V6 engine. It's the same thing with LED lights in the front. I, I don't know. I mean, I, ca I can't believe that after all this time, they couldn't think of anything a little bit better. Um, you know, and I always expect more from Nissan. You know, them being the innovators that they are, bro. I know. <laughs> not that's anymore. The, but that's what I'm trying to say. Like, I'm always, like, you see a lot what is going on in the car world right now, and you look at your surroundings, and you say, like, this is what I do. This is what we do here. This is what we do with the marketing team. We look around and we say, damn, we have to innovate. We make we have to make something new and something more exciting, i.e. the Forge line. Mm -hmm. You know, we're always trying to innovate, make new things, make new uh, things that make our audience, our peoples, our, you know, the homies excited like we would be excited. And when I see this GTR, I'm like, why are you reselling me the R35? Like, I don't L understand. Listen, if the, R th if the R35 existed for, say, even five, six years, if it was around for five, I, six years and they wanted to do this, yeah. I could almost accept it. The R35 has been around for, I mean, what now? I mean, over 10 years? Yep. Over 10 years, and they don't want to give us an R36 like everyone hoped for, yep. but they want to give us just another facelift. I mean, those seats are sick. They're crazy. And I didn't even realize that there was back seats, honestly. But um, <laughs> I don't think we saw it. I didn't but, see it. But um, not that anyone's ever going to use those. But, yep. it, you know, you would think that they, they yeah, would. Yeah, that too. Dude, I mean. Who's going to sit in the back seat of a, of, of a GTR? Well, the right? R35, I guess, has rear seats too. But like the regular R35. But, but there's no room. No. It's a, a baby fits there. You know? I don't know if I put my baby in the back seat of that. Exactly. But, but um, yeah, I don't know. I mean. You everyone hoped for the R36. We didn't get an R36. Yeah. So I mean that's also maybe not uh the best start to what to expect for this year for new cars. At the end of the day, it is still exciting mm -hmm. that you know we're getting something uh, of of the GTR line. Don't get it twisted. The car still hits at base 600 horsepower. Well, no, that's what the Nismo package is a little bit under. Uh, the base I think it's like five something or something it's like that to that effect. Yeah, which is a freaking insanely fast car. You know, don't get it twisted. But, you know, I just don't want to see repackaged things. It doesn't... I don't know who, the, who's the dummy that's going to go buy that car when they could probably get the, the R35 for cheaper. You know, yeah. it's the same thing. You know what I mean? But anyways, yeah, that's, that's, that's what's in the world of the new car, you know, so far. I mean, I know there's other cars coming out that I'm not super excited about, but these are the two that I was kind of like, hell yeah. And eventually, I am gonna get like I told Rich, uh, the Corolla, the GR Corolla. We'll see. I generally like the GR Yaris better, but we don't get it here, so I told him this. Uh, yeah. I think the GR Corolla looks better than the Yaris, but a two-door hatchback is kind of my jam. But, yes. But I think the rear end, the, like the, the, the rear end of the Yaris kind of looks a little ugly. Well, so and one of the things that you brought up is that picture with all the, with the with the Corolla yeah, yeah, yeah. and with so, those other cars. Right, right. It's insane how big the Corolla is. All right, yeah. So for a little context, I showed Luis a picture of someone, random person on Instagram who has a GR Corolla. I don't even know who the guy was, but he was at like a car meet essentially and he parked up with like uh like an like a nineties like a 90s Beamer, uh a Toyota Supra, an NSX, a 240SX and something else and the GR Corolla is there in the mix of it. Mm -hmm. And the like I said to Luis, I said, what looks wrong with this photo? And I show it to him and it's like the GR Corolla looks like this big fat car yeah. amongst <laughs> these sleek, awesome so kind of nineties JDM looking cars that all had kind of like a similar look. They all looked really nice and sleek and the GR Corolla looked like fat and bubbly and like out of place. 
Well, so and, and this is what's happening with although I, I, I'm optimistic because you have to be as a car person, you have to be. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, these automotive manufacturers are making cars for the generic person. They're not looking at the car enthusiasts anymore. And it's just kind of weird. You know what I mean? Like seeing that, that that's the sports car. That's the sports well, version of, you know what I mean? And well, then you see it and it looks like a, it I, looks like a van. Bro. I can go for a rant real quick. My, my rant on all that would be that, you know, the reason why manufacturers, I don't think, listen to the enthusiast anymore yeah. is because every single time a new car comes out, every, someone goes, that's not what we wanted. That's not what we wanted. We wanted this. They make what we wanted and no one buys it. Yep. So, you know, like y you can be an enthusiast and say, oh, that's ugly. No one likes the way the new grill and the new M4s look. But you go buy a minivan. I, you know, it's, it's just, true. So it's, true. it's like your, your opinion doesn't matter if you're not going to go support things that you're asking for. It's true. It's so that, that's the right. problem with people who buy new cars and stuff like that. They, they complain, they complain, they complain, they go left. Yep. So, you know, what, what, there's no point. It's just it's a waste of R&D, essentially. Well, I mean, if I had the money, I'd buy a E-Ray. Yeah, I mean, that's why I, I, I put in my own effort. I mean, I'm, I'm just, uh, you know, talking crap right now. Yeah. But um, I put an effort to try to get something a little bit different. You know, you I do. Yeah, I, I yeah, try. I try to put some. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I will admit that, that as as long as you've been working here, yeah. this man is always talking about getting the new car. And I'm telling you, a week in to him being here, he got a new car. <laughs> he had like what? What year was your your Mazda? Twenty one. He had a twenty one Mazda. Yeah. And a week in, he bought himself a twenty two WRX. Yeah. I mean, you know, and then he's talking about getting himself. A Corolla now. And he actually anything. shopped it a little bit. You did shop it a little I, bit. Well, I want the Volkswagen. I want the go far. Yeah. We'll, we'll, I don't know. We'll see. But. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But that's, that's what I'm Yeah. But, but it was disheartening to see that picture and see how ginormous. <laughs> Meanwhile, like gen genuinely, if you look at that car and put it next to other new cars. It looks small. It's tiny. Right. It looks small. Yeah. So right? for some reason we're going like up in size when bigger, it comes bigger. to sports models and stuff like that. And you know, then it's just, I don't know. I, I don't know why we're not making sleek looking cars anymore. I mean, granted, I, I know why, but I wish they would make them still, you know what yeah. I mean? In some capacity, just because I love the look of like a Supra. I love these, these small, like even a Miata, bro. Like the older, the NDs, yeah. those cars are gorgeous. So, such dude. a, such a peculiar car in history to me is like a Honda Prelude. Like oh. if you could copy and paste a Honda Prelude to today, uh, like a two, uh, a two door, you know, uh, front wheel drive coupe. I don't even know what you want to call it. Who in the world is that going to appeal to? It's just like funny. Like, that is true. Like, I don't know. It's like, I don't even think, is there anything on the market that fits that right now? I don't think so. That's true. Like, like remember I told you, I really like the 80s mouth body styles. And if you think about the 80s body styles, like the MR2, mm -hmm. you know, that car was tiny, bro. Yeah, they're all tiny. Like, who the hell fits in that car besides, <laughs> like, me and, like, and, and, and uh, uh, what's that girl, uh? Tila Tequila. Like, I think that's the only two people that fit in that car, bro. Like, it's that car is tiny. So I understand. Look, don't get it twisted. I understand why we're going up in size because it makes sense. You know, a lot of, you know, we're getting older. A lot of the the, the market is, you know, we have kids. We have all these things. So people, the, the car enthusiasts, not buying cars. I'm sorry, bro. We're not. 
we wait. I even, I, even me, I'm, I'm guilty of it. I'm literally talking about well, getting a GR Corolla and waiting a few years because I don't want to get it right away. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just. Well, you, you know what America buys? Trucks. 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 Bro, that's all I see. Because everyone's hauling all their luggage and all their mulch and whatever it is. And every time I look in the back of a truck, it's empty. That's <laughs> true. Like in, in New York, bro, it's yeah. so weird that, but, yo, bro, people in New York have trucks. And I'm like, why? You, there's, there's nothing. N- there's never anything in there. There's nothing in, in there, bro. <laughs> Wait, what are you moving, bro? Like couches to the next apartment? They're not doing anything. <laughs> they just wait. They're, they're burning gas and destroying the ozone. That's what they're doing. <laughs> True, you know? bro. And it's always like a bro with a hat like this, bro, just like <laughs> driving it like <laughs> like where you going, bro? You going to freaking get coffee with your with your uh um what is it called? Uh hipster homies? Like, yeah, you know? pretty much. Yeah. So anyways. But yeah, man, I'm excited for the E Ray. I'm excited for what's to come next, you know, and that's one of the things that we constantly co- talk about here is like you know, innovation is always uh, amazing when it comes to cars, and I think that this smart, this this E-Ray is going to open up the market for a lot of hybrid cars and a lot of people to see things and be like, "Yo, if we can implement that, hopefully, all, uh, automotive manufacturers see what they did with the E-Ray and emulate it or try to turn it or flip it because I think it's necessary." I'm also excited to see what the war, you know, the aftermarket right. that comes for that. You know, well, yeah, I would say that you've mentioned this before and like how. Uh, you know, hybrids have kind of like a uh, uh, like a sour look. Like you know, people think of hybrids yeah. as like farty cars and like yeah. nothing exciting. It's kind of boring. And I know like the like the BMW i8. You know, technically that was like an incredible hybrid car yeah. that, that was around for a while. But like, I think you're right. I think this does kind of give people a reminder and a refresher because I think everyone's thinking EVs, plug-in EVs, stuff like that, and uh, they're gonna throw this in people's faces, and it's gonna get a lot of. Uh, you know, a lot of notice, mm-hmm. and then people are going to say, that's a cool hybrid. Yep. You know? And then if... That's... If, yeah, kind of rebuild the name of of what hybrid means and stuff like that. Just like how Toyota is making the new Prius nice. Yes. I don't think anyone can deny that's that. a nice Prius. I, I don't think anyone can deny that. It's a nice car. I'm not going to get it, but it's a nice Prius. I would... Pro- if, if I had a... You would if not I, if get, I had a, get out of here, Listen, bro. if I had a long, I if I had a long commute and I had a weekend car to have some fun, I would consider it. Why not? Gas ain't cheap. True. You know? That is true. Well, well, so and that's that's one of the the point of conversations. Is that they're trying to make it where you can get two cars, where you can have a car that you can drive in small distances, and then have the other one to go long distances. Right. I think that's a good concept. I think making them affordable so that we can, you know, uh, if whatever we're trying to do with this emissions thing is tackle it pr- appropriately, is having an extra car. Yeah. And if you make it affordable, that is a good way to do so. And I think you're right. I think yes, yes. In that in that aspect, I would get myself. A hybrid, or, or I mean, an electric car, or something like a like a uh, Prius, you know. Mm-hmm. But I still wouldn't buy it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's kind of just like the sleeper and the factor of the automotive world, like kind of just like you know, all that attention to EVs and hybrids are gonna kind of just find their place. Finally. Oh, bro! And I thought you were gonna throw shade on the wheel, bro. What happened? Oh, to the wheel. If you guys haven't looked at the wheels on the new Corvette E-Ray. Uh, they look like a 2003 Pontiac Grand uh, Grand Prix. Boom! Yeah. Shots fired. Same wheels as the uh, 2003. He's saying Pontiac them joints Grand is Prix. ugly, boy. I didn't say, but I mean, take a look at a picture of a 2003 Pontiac Grand Prix and tell me it's not the same wheel. <laughs> Just a, you know, bigger. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I don't know, but. Yeah, he, he well, so I I had to throw that out. Not there not, was, not everyone can make see, wheels. Now, now not everyone can make wheels nice like this, it. man. 
now he's being nice about it. He was he was trashing on that car on those wheels earlier. He's like, Yo, what is this thing? Well, I knew they look familiar, and then I saw and I found the picture, and I was like, Wait, wow, that, it's, it's a four spoke. No, it's, a, it's like a, it's like a it's like a twisted five spoke. Five spoke. Yeah, it's a very it's a very weird design. That's why I recognized it kind of off the old car, mm. but um. Yeah, man, it's hard to make nice wheels. I don't know. I get it. I mean, it's not that hard for us. <laughs> Anyways, with that being said, I think I think that's it, bro. Yeah, man. I think I think we kind of hit everything. What do you guys oh, think? Oh, there's a picture of it. Eh. Eh. What do you guys think? You guys think it's the same? I think so. Yeah, it looks like it. Would you drive that thing? You would drive it, bro. For free? For free? Yeah, I ain't paying for it. All right. Anyways. Oh. We're getting some more highlights of the car. Yeah, man. Yo, again, I'm excited for this car. Uh, what do you guys think of the E-Ray? What do you guys think of the GTR? Uh, drop them in the comments below. We would love to see your opinion on what you think of these cars. Like I said, I'm excited for 2024 and beyond. Uh, well, 2023 because we're in 2023 and beyond. I think there's a lot of innovation happening, and I think it's just that right time um, to, to get into it, you know, and uh, as as we get more news about what what are happen what's happening when it comes to EVs and hybrids and all that, we'll be talking about in here. If you like these type of podcasts that we're doing, let us know in the comments and we'll do more. Or maybe not. Or maybe we'll just talk about movies, bro. I saw a freaking Avatar and that shit was fire. I did not see it. I also saw that show. The oh, I told you I saw that show yesterday. The the video game show. Oh. uh the Last of Us. The Last of Us. The Last of Us. It's pretty fire, bro. That girl from, from Game of Thrones is dope. The little girl. She's funny, and she curses a lot in it. Hmm. Yeah, and she's tiny. Would you, would you, if you had a kid, would you let them go on a movie? No. If they became famous and let them curse and shit all day? No, there's a big stigma with childhood fame. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no. It's not, it doesn't lead it to anything good. Life. Yeah. 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 Who, I mean, who, like... Yeah. Who's, who's made it out of Hollywood fame? Uh, childhood fame. Frankie Munoz? Oh, because oh, now he's a race car driver? <laughs> right? Yeah. He's a NASCAR driver now? normal. Is you he? Know. What about, what's the guy from, uh, from uh, Holes? Hole? Oh, man. I can't, uh, Sh Shia LaBeouf? No. Shia, LaBeouf, Shia LaBeouf is crazy. See, that, that's, yeah. Is See. he Shia, is it Shia LaBeouf? Shia LaBeouf is in it, yeah. Holes, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Holes is a good movie. It is a good movie. All right, they can catch us next time on uh, Behind the Screen Podcast. <laughs> behind the screen i like that <laughs> all right guys thank you so much for joining us make sure to tune in every friday where we drop a cool piece of content this week we are doing a piece of content on uh flow formed we're basically giving you some more information on the flow form process and all that but basically on this one we're going to break it down to a t literally down to the molecular structure of how these all get made. I'm sure you guys are going to enjoy that one. So make sure make sure to tune in and have those notifications uh, on. Uh, as well as we're here every Wednesday dropping a, a Behind the Wheel podcast. And at 2 p.m. Eastern time, uh, 11 a.m. Pacific time, we go live on our uh, Instagram where we answer any questions that and you have. And Facebook. And Facebook as well. For the boomers, Facebook is there for you. <laughs> All right. So again, guys, thank you so much for joining us. You have a good one and have a happy Wednesday. Peace. Peace.